Hello everyone, welcome to the Fighter Fury Podcast. Welcome to the Raw Post Show Review episode with the host Omran Das. What a night on Raw. You know, I didn't actually think that this episode of Monday Night Raw is going to be a roller coaster ride. You know, it's a decent good episode that happened tonight. We didn't expect in the in front of the fans in front of Dallas, Texas, the the crowd that is very much lively. It was absolutely great, you know. started things off with a bang and also ended with something that we never imagined even i never imagined that it would be really good that good the starting and the ending and also some ups and downs in the here and there during the episode that was really good now kicking things off with john cena coming to raw coming to the ring and just like going to the target going for the big fish he just went for the target that was like the hitting the bullseye he just went to the main thing and just told that he wants to challenge roman reigns he's here put to challenge roman reigns for the universal championship at summer slam one more run at a main event for the universal championship at las vegas nevada in the allegiant stadium that will happen 5 weeks from today so that was like going for the target he didn't go things circling around he didn't make us uh, no make us feel what he's going to tell he just went for the big fish he just he went for the bullseye and that's it that was it that was a part of john cena that was played and it was really good you know going for the target and he actually also told her why he was here why uh, who made him come here that was really good actually then we had this more the six man tag that kicked things off for the matches tonight Morrison and AJ Styles and Omos teaming up against the Viking Raiders and the Riddle bro original bro Riddle actually really good six man tag team action to kick to kick off the full episode of tonight Monday night was absolutely really amazing I really like that a six man tag team action does really give us a good stand out point to say that oh yeah tonight's episode is going to be really exciting you know if the starting the first starting hour is really good you know the fans will get the energy energy to see the whole 3 hours of show you know raw is a 3 hours massive it's a massive show 3 hours you know to sit to sit there and see even in the home who are sitting and watching in the television or in the network on peacock you know they need to get some kind of that excitement and also some kind of yeah that tonight's raw is going to be for the past couple of months maybe a year actually raw hasn't been that good you know since the thunderdome era since the pc era it hasn't been that good you know raw has been really blatantly pathetic that's what i think actually it has been really blatantly pathetic raw has been it hasn't drawn really good viewership but smackdown has done that so for raw it's a really tall task and with the return of fans we hope that this is not just this is not just the last one this is the first one we hope that so capping things off was morrison and aj styles and almost include versus viking raiders and riddle bro absolutely really good action packed thrilling match up for the six man tag team action then another thrilling match that came up was symphony of the destruction between jackson riker and elias now Jackson Riker as is considered by WWE management as the babyface. Now, 
one thing to be noted is that Jackson Riker didn't get any of the big reaction tonight. It was all Elias. Whatever Elias was doing, it was all Elias. Because Elias was getting that kind of reaction because he's much over as a heel. And not just that, as a babyface run, he got that a few months when he was in SmackDown. He got that babyface run and he really did good things in the, in the matches. You know, he he has that potential he's big he's muscular but he can talk he can walk he can do everything he can sing he can really do things that no one can imagine i i don't think jackson Riker does have that you know making jackson Riker the baby face uh, i don't think that was a good decision by the management because you know jackson Riker doesn't have that quality if he was made a heel then he would have got some heat there would have been some kind of actual reaction to it you know making Riker a babyface no the fans can't even boo the fans can't even cheer for him because they don't know that they haven't built Riker that good they just blatantly took him off from the heels chart they blatantly took him off of Shane McMahon's uh, protégés like who were like Elias and then this Jackson Riker win so they just took him off from there and this he became a babyface from there feuding with Jack with Elias so for Riker it's a really big thing right now that he getting a babyface run and not getting a reaction that's something to be concerned about because you know management is doing something that we are not being able to imagine things they are doing we can't imagine of that you know Jackson Riker having that kind of run i don't think he deserves that you know whatever he has done with twitter with the tweets he has been put up for him the whole forgotten sons were done steve macklin that is wesley Blake, and steve cutler they all are gone from wwe for him two of the best they just got cut out from wwe and he is getting the run of his life so I don't think Riker does deserve that and but you know coming up but if you see the match itself as a whole it was really good you know I don't know that was a, another rematch from the Thunderdome era Elias and Jackson Riker they had a strap match singles match tag match now another one it just was another street fight kind of thing with just instruments being played Elias and Jackson Riker we thought that Elias would get the win but I think I think Elias should have gotten the win there because Riker is not really working absolutely not it's just nothing it's just nothing absolutely nothing it's a zero Riker is absolutely not working Elias should have got the win tonight because whatever he has done whatever he went through he hasn't won any championships Elias needs to be the baby face not the heel and if at all he's a heel he needs to get a good run but if you talk about the match it was absolutely great really good one then charlotte comes up for his championship celebration another one tonight the fans you can't control the reaction of the fans right and that's what wwe was doing during the thunderdome era they were piping in noises they were piping in booze for whom to give booze to whom to give cheers they know so wwe knows whom to give booze but you can't actually control the real voice of the people right so 
they know they don't want Charlotte Flair to be champion again. Okay, no, it's not that Charlotte Flair isn't that good. Charlotte Flair is the best. He's a great talent. She's a great talent. She she has been training with her fiance Andrade, who is also great, and she has taken some maneuvers and moved some from Andrade too. And she's been really good. It's not that she's not good. She, she can do things that really well. But I don't think whatever happened last night at Money in the Bank, taking the title off of Ripley, and then putting over of Charlotte, absolutely not. Just it's like. You are just putting over, you are just and putting over another, putting over the talent who has already been over at the expense of another underdog. You know, Rhea Ripley was entering that match as an underdog. Absolutely. Rhea Ripley hasn't won clean against Charlotte. That's one fact that we need to know about. Since coming up from NXT, Rhea Ripley has won good matches, but with Charlotte, like, Charlotte has been that barricade, that roadblock into his career success. Now, and not just that while coming up from NXT, even when Charlotte challenged for the NXT Championship at WrestleMania 36 in PC, I mean, that too, even that should have, that shouldn't have been Charlotte. That should have been Rhea Ripley winning that match. Even the producers in uh, the WWE, they also wanted to be, they also wanted Ripley to have won. So, but Vince, I don't know, Vince is like having this kind of fetish with Charlotte. Like, he wants Charlotte to be like, oh, he wants the next female nature boy, nature, or nature boy, Ric Flair type. It's not going to be, right? Everyone has a uniqueness. Charlotte has her own uniqueness and her father has, has his own. So, like that, I, think, I don't think Charlotte needed this win tonight. She could have been inserted in some other way into the title fashion. She could have won another title from someone another who has already established bigger than herself. That could have been really good. But like taking the title off of Ripley and putting over on Charlotte, that was that didn't look really well. And even tonight, the fans did voice their opinion that they did really want Becky. Charlotte just went out of script and just said that. Becky is breastfeeding at home, breastfeeding at home, and she is here and dominating the Raw Women's Division. Now that's not going to work. Actually, even last night she again she went did really went off on the fans, showing the middle finger to them. That's not PG. You can't. How much time you're how much Kevin Dunn is going to black out the screen? You know, if Charlotte is going to do something, and not just Charlotte. Fans are going to say something and the wrestlers are going to say something or show something like sign languages. You can't just control that. It's just very natural. When it's going to come, you don't know. So that's what you can't control of WWE Universe. The fans' voices, the reaction that the wrestlers will give to the fans. That's one thing. So Charlie came out tonight, was celebrating. Ripley comes out. So she demanded a rematch and that rematch was made into officially by Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce, the officials of WWE. That was made the main event of tonight. So that was the main event of tonight and what we know, what we'll talk about and what happened at main event, you know, that was absolutely again really good match. Charlotte Ripley again good match but that ended in a disqualification where Charlotte got disqualified herself and Ripley won the match but you know titles don't change hands 
up with a disqualification they needed to be in the pinfall or submission inside the ring so that won't happen due to uh, disqualification but instead one of the things that ended up tonight that capped off tonight's show was nikki cross or nikki ash almost a superhero cashing in on rick charlotte to take the raw women's championship and becoming the new raw women's world champion that was really good that was most unexpected and having a baby face champion like that and celebrating with the crowd we have been waiting a long time the wwe universe waited a long time to have that kind of reaction from the wrestlers and from the fans itself so that was a long time coming you know and i think nikki cross should be happy for it not just for herself even killian dane should be happy at home like it's really good like killian dane lost his job he got released he got released from the company and he has he has no work but his wife has got work and he and his wife has got his work and her wife and his wife is earning now championship main event money so killian dane would be happy inside whereas Miro and AEW should be unhappy seeing this because when he got released due to the 2020 budget cuts, Lana was still there in the WWE, but she got put through tables and tables and tables. She didn't win any championship and at last she was released from the company. Like, damn, Miro would be so unhappy to hear such things. And also the whole wrestling world reacted like that. The Twitter was all buzzing with Nikki Cross's name. You know, she winning the world title, women's world title from a very big name, Charlotte. That was really good because she had it coming a long, long time. For in the NXT, she had chased the NXT title for a long time, but she couldn't be successful there. But when he come, when he when she came over to the main roster, she has been successful, winning her first women's ti- women's title that was tag championships with Alexa Bliss, and then going against Bailey in a really good series of matches the pc and also in the in front of the fans that was absolutely really good you know absolutely well so i think she deserves that and so that capped off really tonight but many things happened after that we had then we had nia Jax and shayna baszler taking on the women's tag champions natalia and tamina again that's i don't know why that rematch was made but i don't know that they wanted reginald to be out of the faction that's why they wanted i think after this jackson based will get a proper push because they are main event materials and they need to be utilized really well so that was one down thing because they have been taking losses for a while baszler hasn't won matches singles matches for a while so she need to win matches even nia Jax hasn't been hasn't won any singles championships after she lost her raw women's championship and money in the bank 2018 that was also for a small amount of time uh, that was absolutely not good so both women are very much championship material they are main event material so they need to be used very well and then there was this Sheamus and better career rematch it was really good match was absolutely great but nobody wanted to see again them so like putting better career aside now we want to say Sheamus versus Damien Priest because Damien Priest deserved this. He needs a championship in the WWE. Since after coming to WWE main roster, he has co-main evented WrestleMania's Night One with Bad Bunny in a tag team match. And after that, 
he went on to the feud with Miz and Morrison but that just ended there after that he was just off television due to some injury but I think he's back now and he should be wrestling good because he is a main event material again he's a championship material that has been made by Ring of Honor New Japan Pro Wrestling and then NXT he is the guy so I think he will be the guy in the next few years on Monday Night Raw or on Smackdown wherever he goes so next feud I think it will be Sheamus versus Damien Priest because they have been teasing it for a while right now and this was and for a note that this was Sheamus's second United States title defense after being injured after being in, he hasn't he hasn't when he became injured he hasn't defended the title once after being injured he came back and then defended the title after a while and then this is the second one he defended uh, and the title so that was one thing and then was the Bobby Lashley open challenge that was answered by the returning Keith Lee that was absolutely great match but it seemed like Keith Lee was getting slow and like Keith Lee didn't get that kind of uh, wrestling time but still uh, the at last the whole result matters so it was all Bobby Lashley who took the win and they did really go well that Bob did give Bobby Lashley the win against Keith Lee uh, Keith Lee can go on Smackdown challenge Roman Reigns also he can remain on Raw and become the next top contender to challenge for the WWE Championship or for the United States Championship anything that would be really good for Keith Lee too now that he's returned we are going to bask in his glory and then after the match Goldberg returned that was good one but like everyone had a really good pop for him now you know when Goldberg was announced as the reports they said that when Goldberg was announced you know Twitter had negative reviews for it like they didn't want Goldberg to be the next challenger for Bobby Lashley they thought that oh he would be squashing things he would be the next WWE champion again like that was thing but like if you see Bobby Lashley he needed a someone opponent of his size his massive strength he needed something like that and Brock Lesnar was the one who was very much equivalent to him and another equivalent was this Goldberg Brock Lesnar isn't with WWE right now he is not in the, under the contract with WWE and I think the most equivalent that comes is Goldberg so I think more or less it's okay for for us to say that for me to say actually that I think Goldberg is uh, at least the right choice because for Bobby Lashley because actually he is almost equivalent to Lashley and uh, Lesnar they all have a MMA training they all have wrestling training they are massive they have meat they have so much beef in them so I think it should be really good but at last all the result matters as long as the result is satisfying everything's good you know as long as the result is satisfying I've said this a long long time when Goldberg returned in the Royal Rumble to challenge uh, Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship at the same time also I've said the same thing that as long as the result matters and it is satisfying that's it that is what it matters then another a segment with Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre that happened that was a good one because we saw the part of Drew McIntyre where we have been laundering to see what Drew McIntyre can do we needed Scottish psychopath gimmick we didn't we don't want the Scottish warrior gimmick the Scottish warrior gimmick absolutely doesn't uh, isn't working even 
that history lessons and the story time that is blatantly pathetic absolutely not working nobody wanted that kind of story time from drew mcintyre drew mcintyre is can drew mcintyre can be more than this even jinder mahal they are doing right things with mahal and mcintyre so for mcintyre it's a really good chance to be this scottish psychopath again because what he did tonight that was the show that we needed uh, the ruthless aggression from drew mcintyre that what vince mcmahon needs and what wwe needs drew mcintyre we needed what the drew mcintyre did today and then we had the highly anticipated debut of the nxt champion karen cross on the raw roster against the returning jeff hardy with his old song no more words absolutely great but result nah i didn't like it but you know there's some kind of mindset like i don't know there's what the mindset was of the management you know they bought a cross from nxt for the raw debut when he was still the nxt champion now he's got nxt next he's got nxt tomorrow and he got to fly over to orlando to for the for the tapings so now the things that they bought him to raw just to lose a match the man who is undefeated can you imagine the man is undefeated in nxt is the nxt champion and loses in almost even not even a five minutes match so that is something that no one really liked about so absolutely pathetic that was thing no one really liked about it you know if jeff hardy won the match yeah you know that jeff hardy hasn't won a match in a one and a half year that's a long long time but you know okay the result if at all cross had to lose a match you know they could have done something like cross and jeff hardy have a really good match okay then the people would be talking about like something like oh the match was really good you know yeah that jeff hardy won and cross lost the match that was that was bad you know, cross should have won they would be talking like this cross should have won oh the match was really good that would have been something really great you know to something to buzz about like if you see cole and uh, if you see uh, o'reilly versus balor from takeover 31 the match was really good they were talking about o'reilly and balor both but they were not talking just about that balor came on victorious but they were talking about both the opponents how good they are in the ring and how can they be the main event material same thing it it can have been done with jeff hardy and karen cross but like cross losing to hardy in that manner in a cheating way no that didn't really well so that is it feels like vince mcmahon doesn't even give a damn about nxt he is sleeping on nxt nxt is the answer to AEW and the competition that's going on to overthrow wwe from its throne they need to understand this and then the alexa's playground nothing to say about it. that's pathetic i won't talk about that with the do drop and uh, even murray thing apps nothing that was absolutely bad and overall the uh, tonight's raw episode that started with a high note even ended with a high note and ups and downs in the matches it was a really decent good episode at least a better episode a best episode from the thunderdome era actually the best in best after a while so i think this was absolutely great raw episode in a while so that was it we need to see now tomorrow on nxt i will do the podcast again so we would that we have the 
Women's Championship, Zaya Lee challenging Raquel Gonzalez in the Women's Championship. Then Bobby Fish and Kushida will be taking on the Diamond Mines, Tyler Rust and Roderick Strong. And then we will hear from Karen Cross what will be the next move and Samoa Joe too. So don't miss tomorrow's NXT's episode. I will also do the podcast for NXT. So if you like my podcast, make sure to follow me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast. Anywhere you find the podcast, Fighter Fury Podcast, make sure to go and check it out and listen to the episode. And also I have an Instagram handle and a Twitter handle and a Facebook page of Fighter Fury Podcast. Make sure to go and search for it, FFP. All the F's, capital and also P capital, Fighter Fury Podcast. Make sure to go and check it out and I'll see you in the next podcast. Peace.